Welcome to the new podcast, Truth in Politics, with New York State Assemblyman David DiPietro. David is the number one rated top conservative, according to the American Conservative Union. You want the truth about New York and national politics? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Welcome back, everybody. The Truth in Politics. This is David DiPietro, New York State Assemblyman, number one rated conservative in New York State five straight years. But not just in New York State. What I really am excited and proud of is that it's the number one rated conservative in the United States for New York State by the American Conservative Union. That's Matt Schlapp's group down in Florida. Uh, He rates every single politician in the United States. And I have been consistently uh, in the top one or two in New York State for 10 years now. And uh, the last five years, it's been number one. So I'm uh, only one in New York State history to achieve both of those awards ever uh, five years in a row. So that's, um, uh, I'm honored with that. You know, a lot of people want to ask, what are you proud of? The fact that I'm proud of the fact that I stand for values Faith, family, and freedom, and I've never wavered. And that's just that's just what I do, and that's what I am. Whereas I see a lot of politicians in Albany and in Washington can be bought on their moral values, and that's disgusting. Okay, you see it all the time, and we see it in in uh, New York State and in Washington. People are are changing and flip flopping. Our Governor Hochul's great for that. From a Second Amendment, A plus rated, now hates. Firearms, hates them, wants them off the street, wants wants a pistol-free New York, okay? Uh, where she was semi-pro-life, now she's full-term post-birth abortion. That's right, folks, okay? Uh, as Andrew Cuomo, that's another story, but a few years back, Andrew Cuomo uh, put into the budget, uh, before we went back in January, a 72-hour gestation period where... The mother would get 72 hours after the birth to decide whether or not she wanted to keep the baby. So uh, this, they, they, that, that did not fly, but we do now have post-birth abortion in New York State, and it's, uh, it's disgusting. So let's move on, because what I really wanted to get into today, and that's why I'm, I'm dressed up in my American, I love America, constitutional America, freedom America shirt because we just saw over the 4th of July weekend the communists and the woke idiots game plan to take down this country. We saw it over the 4th of July weekend. I hope you saw it, okay? Liberals hate the 4th of July. I want to get this out there right now. Liberals hate the 4th of July. This is the worst holiday of the year to them. They despise it. They loathe it. They get angst for days and weeks leading up to it. They can't stand the 4th of July. It goes against everything that they stand for. Communism hates the 4th of July. Woke, leftists, communists, mainstream media were all out in force attacking this country this weekend. Natasha Cloud. Who is she? Yeah, who is she? WNBA no-name player said, Our country is trash in so many ways. Oh, really, Natasha? Our country's trash. Good thing she can make hundreds of thousands of dollars playing a sport and getting paid from capitalism, right? She's a complete joke as a human being. And you can tell her I said that. There is an all-out assault 
on the 4th of July holiday, folks. Democrats hate this country and everything about it. I see it in Albany. I see it in Washington. You see it. We see it on TV. The media, they attack us. Liberal media outlets are waging an all-out assault on it. The New York Times, on the 4th of July, the New York Times called it a fake holiday. Oh, really? The fact that the New York Times can even print all the crap and garbage they want is because of the 4th of July, because of what our founding fathers did and wrote in that constitution, which protects the freedom of the press. Go to Russia, go to China and see if you get freedom of the press, New York Times. You're such a piece of junk. You're like the East Aurora advertiser, okay? You're a piece of junk. So here's a quote from Black Lives Matter. This was, this was a classic, okay? Because here's part of the assault. I've got it right here, all right? A Black Lives Matter, this is in Utah, of all things, okay? I had a post uh, showing reactions, and it said the post claims that individuals who display the American flag are racist and referred to the flag as a symbol of hatred. Furthermore, BLMU, Utah leader Lex Scott, I'm sure he's a Mensa, okay, uh, defends the post, citing the presence of a white supremacist group marching with American flags. And he wants, Twitter users went nuts and disagreed with these statements claiming the American flag was racist. And they're right, because most of America, 99% should understand that the flag is not racist. The flag gives you the freedom to be a jerk. And that's anybody. Right or left, the flag gives you the freedom to be a jerk, to say what you want. Go to another country. If you don't like it, I tell people to. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it for you. You don't like this country. There's no one keeping you here. My gosh, Cuba would love to have you. Go to China. Go to Russia. Go to India. Go somewhere else. See what it's like. You'll come crawling back on your hands and knees. And if you don't think, I don't even know, I forget the name of that idiot WNBA player that got arrested and spent Brittany Griner in China or Russia, wherever she got arrested and spent her time. You don't think she was on her knees praying that the super world greatest country in the history of the planet would bring her back and get her out? Thank goodness. Okay. She, if she ever speaks ill of this country again, I would deport her myself. These people are, are, are bat crazy. So that is just in Atlanta. This is people. And here's a, a Twitter user said that is a lie. 30 minutes ago, I was at the community pool and it was 75% black, 20% white, 5% Latinos, Asians, others. And the black people had USA shorts and shirts, cooking barbecue, playing music and celebrating the 4th of July. I'm in Atlanta. And then I knew Twitter is not telling the truth. Okay? Yeah, we know that Twitter doesn't tell the truth on this stuff. So let's, you know, and I could tell more on this uh, on this whole this whole Black Lives Matter, but again, Black Lives Matter is a communist racist group. Understand that, folks. Go right to their webpage if you don't believe me. Read, read their statement that tells you what they are. They're against the American family. (laughs) Come on. This group 
has has had millions of dollars, over a hundred million dollars in donations, has not given one red cent to any black business or community to help them. It's a funnel for George Soros communist organization. Okay? So forget this racist junk. BLM is a communist group. It should be outlawed. They've done nothing but funnel money into Democrats, left-wing Democrats, the far left. So I just want to make sure um, that you understand that. Uh, one more on this issue, because this 4th of July thing is so upsetting that they're, they're deliberately making it so that you, again, like with every other agenda that they have, they attack they ostracize, they separate you, they make you feel like you're alone, so you shut up and don't say anything, and you accept it. You, it, I tell people, what's going on in the last six or seven months in this country? The LGBTQ plus AI uh, uh, alphabet soup has just run over everybody. No one wants to say a word about it, because as soon as you do, you're a transphobic, homophobic racist and that's not true i've got friends i've got kids there's kids that are i know that are whatever you want to call it that's fine you can be whatever you want to be and i'll get to that in a second you can we nobody cares but don't shove it down our throat okay it's just it's 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 disturbing ben and jerry's i want to talk about ben and jerry's ice cream <laughs> i never i never eat it i think their ice cream blows personally i've had it a bunch of times my daughter likes to get it once in a while. There's not a flavor I like. I'm sorry. So, um, but here's, they had to chime in with their woke liberal crap on, on the 4th of July. Here's what they said. The 4th, this 4th of July, it's high time we recognize that the U.S. exists on stolen indigenous land and commit to returning it, the company urged in a Twitter post. It included a link to the website, and it said, it was urging the United States to return Mount Rushmore to the Sioux Indian tribe. Explains the land was originally theirs based on a previous Indian treaty with the U.S. It called, so now they're calling for a boycott of the brand, thank goodness, because I'm calling for it too. I could care less about Ben and Jerry's. Those guys are complete idiots. Ben and Jerry and all those who follow them. Okay. And I love it that Senator Mike Lee, who's a Republican out of Utah, said, Ben and Jerry's, your once good ice cream now sucks. That's a quote. <laughs> you know, Senator Mike Lee, you know, thanks for having the guts to just come out and say it. And that's what we all have to do. And I'm going to talk about that also. It's time we speak up. You either speak up or you get in line, folks, because that's where we're at now in, this, in the world and in the United States with this woke crap. Okay? You either fight it. You either stand up and voice it loud or, or, or you're going to get pushed to the side and you're going to get in line and just follow the crowd and be a nice soldier, okay? Ben and Jerry's, okay, they came out with this. Their stock uh, valuation dropped $2.5 billion. Good job, Ben and Jerry's. Yeah, you want to be woke in this country? Yeah, We'll see you later, just like Bud Light, which I love the new statistics on Bud Light are just amazing, and we'll get to that too. But one more thing on Ben and Jerry's here is uh, 
the company, which has publicly backed the funding, the police, okay, they want to dismantle the old system, according to CNN. Um, they also, if you remember, they renamed Chubby Hubby ice cream, that Chubby Hubby. They, they, they renamed it to Hubby Hubby. Hubby Hubby to show support for the gay marriage, which which is pretty funny actually. Hubby Hubby ice cream, I guess if you like it, you'll uh, you'll do it. But uh, where this really gets interesting is now people. It's, besides the devaluation, which I love. See you later. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll stay with my Perry's and uh, Turkey Hill and all those other ice creams. Uh, but critics now. People are, are, are accusing Ben and Jerry's of hypocrisy. What? Ben and Jerry's hypocrisy? Come on, folks. Can't be hypocrisy. Okay. First, citing the use of dairy cows for their ice cream. Okay. Uh, they occupy this $101 billion company now. Uh, they're calling it out because they occupy land that also falls under the stolen definition. Uh, the Abenaki Nation uh, ben and Jerry's, they would like to have a word with Ben and Jerry's uh, because where their headquarters are in Vermont, because that's on Indian land. Is Ben and Jerry's, are they going to give up their whole headquarters and give it back to the Indian nation? Uh, their stolen land, uh, they should name their next flavor Shameful Hypocrisy Crunch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, folks, <clears throat> I know we're a few minutes in. This is truth in politics, folks, and I hope you enjoy it, uh, and I hope you share it. We're starting to get a bigger following, but it's all because of you. So I hope you share this if you like it. Go to Big Weck Local Podcast Network. That's W-E-C-K. Big Weck, the local podcast network. BigWeck.com would be great. Um, Another thing on this, the communist media and woke liberals, they're always angry. I hope you understand this. Do you ever know someone who's really woke? Greta Thunberg, that type of thing. Uh, they're always angry. They, they, they're they never really smiling. And when they are, it's fake. Because uh, th- do they ever wake up and look outside and say, what a beautiful day. You know, God is good. I'm going to enjoy today. I'm just going to relax and enjoy today and do some great things. There's always a crisis with a liberal, with a, with a woke Democrat. There's always a crisis. Something is going to destroy something. And they've got to be out front. And they're angry. I can't be angry all my life. I, I do this podcast. I enjoy it. I laugh a lot, but I tell you the truth, and that gets me angry when I'm calling people out. But but this is really, this is the synergy and the meaning of, of what a lot of liberals are. I think it's a mental issue because most of these people are, are just, just angry, and you can't speak common sense to them. If you ever notice, when you get into an argument with a liberal, it always degrades to racism, homophobic, transgender, you know, it, it always, that's what it always boils down to. They never can see your side. I, I can tell you up in Albany, we always have to see their side because it's always their agenda, not ours. Uh, but it's, it's, it's always an apocalypse, always one Peter group away, one climate change protest away, one storm, one fur coat, one full term 72 hours after the baby is born abortion away. That is why they're so bad crap crazy. You know what I'm talking about. Greta Thunberg, Al Sharpton, Tree Huggers, Al Gore. They've lost their marbles. They have lost all common sense. I see it every minute in Albany. And I want you to understand that I don't get it. 
I don't know how you can go through life and always be angry, how you can live in this country. Okay? And I know there's a bunch of Democrats who agree with me. But do you know what? Like in Albany, the ones that do, they're stone cold silent, folks. They don't say a word because they'll be ostracized right out of the party. They'll be gone. They'll be they'll be put in the on the back burner. They will not get their legislation passed. They won't be on committees. You 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 told the line in Albany if you're a Democrat to the New York City communists. End of story. It's it's crazy. The crazies are running the country, folks. Like I said, you say anything, you speak out. Uh, the name calling, you know, doesn't work for me. You can call me anything you want. I'm just going to come right back at you. And that's what we all should do. Don't take it. Don't let somebody call you names. Don't let somebody tell you, you know, what you aren't. And then sit there and, oh, you don't want to offend them because, because you, as you know, the racist word is over. I'm sorry. In my lifetime now, the racist word is over. It's used so much on so many things in so many ways that it doesn't mean anything anymore. Okay? Uh, we were on, last month when we were in Albany, we were against this uh, $3 billion wind turbine project on, in a little town on Long Island, which we talked about in a previous show with my friend Ari Brown, and it reverted to racist. How can, how can you be? It's because you're against a, a wind turbine company coming and destroying a village for the greater good, as they said, of the country. What a joke. Um, it's all kickback money, and it's already been proven. Thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands, all kickbacks. Um, but how can you say that and, and, and be called a racist? It just doesn't work, okay? So that argument's gone. Um, look, uh, and I don't care what people believe or what they want to be called, but, but government has absolutely no business whatsoever, ever, Governing the content of your voluntary speech. And that's what's happening right now, okay? A leftist, communist, Democrats in Albany, media, woke idiots, environmentalists, wackos. Stop trying to exercise ideological control over me and my fellow Americans because that's what's happening here. They're telling you to sit, like in Albany, they tell us, sit down, shut up, and take it. You know what, though? Half of them do. I don't. Okay, that's not the way I was wired, and that's not the way I was built, and that's the way, not way my dad and my mom were. Okay, um, so, uh, and I don't want you to be either. We know what's happening to this country. We know what's going on. So, and I want you to understand that. Strange, though, those of us who don't have mental disorders, we don't riot, we don't protest, we don't burn down cities, tear down statues, demand reparations, from people who never owned slaves, for people who never descended from slavery. Yeah, so, you know, I read something, and I'm going to tell you, and I agree with this, okay? And I'm going to read something to you, okay? The Democratic Party, because I deal with them in Albany, so I'm going to tell you straight hand, because this is truth in politics. I deal with, I've been dealing with this 10 years on the floor, never once, and it hasn't happened in 46 years, but in my 10 years, ever seen a Republican statewide bill come up for a vote because the Democrats won't allow it. That's racism, folks. Putting one group of people down like that, never letting them, when they get 10 times the amount of staff money or, or they get all this pork and we get zero, that's racism. 
But the Democrat Party is the world's most successful hate group. Okay? It attracts poor people who hate rich people, black people who hate white people, gay people who hate straight people, feminists who hate men, environmentalists who hate the internal combustion engine, and a lot of bratty college kids who hate their parents. However, the real secret of the party's success is that it attracts the support of journalists who hate Republicans and conservatives and who therefore work tirelessly to convince the rest of us that we should vote Democrat. And I believe that because I see it every day. You want to tell me otherwise, go to bigweck.com, make a comment. But I see it every day in Albany. I have to deal with it. It's depressing. It, you get beat down in Albany. And if you don't fight, you know, you just can't sit there. So I've got something new I want to bring to the show today, and it's called the, the Rotten Apple Update. That's New York City, the Rotten Apple. Um, and I could go on each one of these and do shows. But what I'm going to do is just tell you what's happened in the last six days, the last week, six days in the city, in New York City. This happens all the time, and there's so much more. But I'm just going to give you some highlights because I want you to know how bad our state is being run into the ground. And I want you to know how bad New York City actually is now. This isn't the shining city on the hill. Okay? Stop with all that. Okay? New York City is the rotten apple to the core. they're, They're moving out in droves faster than they're moving out in the rest of the state. And we know what it's like in western New York the number one area, Erie County, in the, for like 30 years for out-migration. We know that. It's happening in New York City because the middle class in New York City have had enough. The rich have had enough. They're gone. They're moving. So this, I want to do some of a quick Rotten Apple update. I'm going to go through these fast, so stay with me. Okay? All right, here's the first one. New York City, here's the headline. New York City's trying to save manufacturing jobs. That is a complete joke. When I was elected, I brought 12 manufacturing reforms to the chambers in Albany. Democrats trashed each one. In 1950, more than a million jobs were in the rotten apple. That's right. More than a million manufacturing jobs in 1950. But here's better. In 2003, that's just 20 years ago. Less than than 20 years ago, there were 180,000. Since 2003, follow me, there's just 55,000. Okay, from over a million, 180,000, less than 20 years ago. The woke society has trashed the manufacturers, and now there's just 55,000, and they're losing about five to 7,000 a year. It's gone. People, there's no people, you can't manufacture in New York City anymore because the regulations are so strict. You go across the border, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, boom. Okay. Let's keep going real quick. Available office space in New York City. Okay, that's where everybody wants to go. New York City manufacturers, not anymore, but businesses, banking, it's the big financial. No, it's not. Available office space is at an all-time high. All right? New York, here's another. New York ranks number one in public school spending in the country. That's right, New York State. $26,571 per student. Student achievement is the lowest in history in New York State. That's right. And here's a quote. New York State has shown no meaningful improvement in both fourth and eighth grade math and reading in over a decade. 
Record funding this year for public schools with no improvement. Going down. Money's not the issue, folks. Another one. This year, less than half New York students scored proficient. That means did well. Less than half on our own state's grade three through eight assessments with some districts scoring zero for entire grade levels. State leaders' solutions, this is great. This, this is how they want to fix this problem for the test scores. Lower the standards for passing, lower the test scores by using test scores from 2021. <laughs> 2021 was the lowest in state history as the, they're going to use that as, as the new standard. 2021 test scores were the lowest in state history and decided to use those as the benchmark now for all future test scores to make it look like, yeah, our kids are really going to achieve next year when they get higher test scores. Look at education's doing so great. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Uh, New York City graded the top city in the United States on the verge of financial collapse. Think about that for a minute. New York City, in the national papers and national media, graded the top city in the United States on the verge of financial collapse. Next one. This all just happened in the last week, so I just really want to hold, hopefully. Democrats have carved the bust of Ruth Bader Ginsburg into the stairway of the Capitol in Albany. They haven't They've got a bunch of busts in the million-dollar staircase, they call it. They haven't put one in there in about 40 years, 30 years, whatever. They haven't, but they decided to put Ruth Bader Ginsburg in there, um, which ties into there's a long underground hallway. There's another one that connects the Capitol to the legislative office building. There's a, it goes underneath the street, and everybody walks through there to get to each place, right? And they always have, and this year they had, Big posters of pictures of photographs on both sides, lining it like 30, 40, 50, I don't know. And I stopped one day and took videos because what I noticed was every one of those pictures was a picture, those posters and photos were of liberal Democrats. There wasn't one Republican down there, Ronald Reagan, anybody. They had JFK, they had uh, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, George Soros, um, uh, Al Sharpton. Uh, you'd name it. They had all these different people over time. Hugh Carey, d- different people in New York State. They didn't show one. There wasn't one Republican in there. Not one. But that's what we get in Albany, okay? I hope you realize that. There's there's never anything like that, okay? Also, another one. Homelessness. This is all just this week. Homelessness at an all-time high in New York City. Okay? Uh, five-year-old New York City girl shot in the back. Five years old. While in the car with her father. They're at a stop sign and they're at a car and someone came up and shot a five-year-old girl in the back. And, that, and that's just, okay, this goes on all the time again. All right. Subway surfing kills four more people in New York City. This is a new thing in the city now. They get on top of these subways and they surf. You know, some of them, when you go through a tunnel, it's not big enough, they get mangled. But that's, this is, this is the idiocy in New York City. Uh, most gun violence ever in New York City by kids under 18 years old. Most gun violence ever. Oh, gun violence is down. (laughs) Not by under 18-year-old kids. It's called gangs, folks. This is crazy. Follow me. You're going to love it. This is right right out of the New York Post headlines, okay? New York City spent $9 million in cash, taxpayer dollars. Wait for it. Can't make this up. They sent out surveys to everyone in the city, some health type of survey. And in the survey, they put $5 bills. 
because they wanted people to open these surveys up and you'd get a $5 bill. So they spent $9 million of taxpayer money to put a $5 bill to put in these envelopes and sent them around New York City. <laughs> people thought it was junk mail. Nobody opened them. Over $8 million was thrown in the trash. More than $8 million was thrown in the trash. $5 bills. I would be dumpster diving down in New York City looking for those envelopes. I mean, $8 million. Imagine if you just hit one big apartment building and you got, a, a, you know what I mean? You could really, it better than collecting bottles for five cents, which I'll get to. Uh, okay. Okay, on the 4th of July, another headline. 14 people shot in under 10 hours in New York City. Oh, 14 people were shot in under 10 hours. Hooray, let's celebrate the 4th of July. Uh, Okay, the 23-year-old who sparked the shooting and murdered a father and shot kids at a festival. That was huge news last week. he, He said in court, know what he said? I had no choice. I had no choice. I had to shoot people. I had no choice. That's what he said. Let's keep going. Folks, this is just in the last week, and this is just stuff I pulled out Okay, criminals are going into hotels in New York City saying they are room service and robbing hotel guests at gunpoint. Fantastic, right? 24-year-old Riaz Khan. This, I'm going to tell you, happens all the time. This was just this week, but this is happening more than you can believe. But this is because this is what's called bail reform. This is what the Democrats want, the liberals. Okay, this is this is totally undermining your society. But here, 24-year-old Riaz Khan sentenced to 22 years to life for sexually assaulting, then murdering. Check it out. He sexually assaulted a 92-year-old grandmother. Sexually assaulted a 92-year-old grandmother. This is a 22-year-old kid, right? And then he murdered her brutally. By the way, Khan is an illegal immigrant from Guyana. He was out free, out free in New York City, despite a deportation order from federal immigration officials because of prior convictions. That means there's more than one prior convictions on assault and weapons charges. So here's a guy that's been convicted of assaults and weapons charges, and he's supposed to be deported, but under bail reform in New York City, uh, coddling all the immigrants and and saying, they're all great people. We're not going to deport them. They're just here. The guy goes out, murders, sexually assaults and murders a 92-year-old. But New York City officials who run Albany in this state refused to deport him. By the way, he got, he got uh, what did he get? 22 years to life, right? The judge was awesome in this one. I couldn't believe it out of New York City. Um, but now remember, there is no more life sentences anymore because Democrats passed. They're waiting for Hochul on the 15 and 55. Okay, that's if you're 55 years old, that's a bill now. 55 years old, and you've served 15 years of your sentence, so you could have been 40 years old, and you got, you murdered, or you were a pedophile and murdered 30 kids, 
You went on a school bus and shot 20 kids, killed them, and you're 40 years old. As soon as you turn 55, you get out of prison because you served 15 years of your sentence. No ifs, ands, or buts. They didn't change it at all. The top shooter in Buffalo that killed all those people and shot all those people in Buffalo, he at 55, he will get out of prison no matter what. People say, no, that's not how it works. Yes, it is. Who do you think's on the parole board now? Who do you think is running New York City and New York State? The far leftists. They can't wait to release all these people, no matter what they did, because it's society's fault. Don't get me started. That's where my blood pressure goes up. I don't want to get my blood pressure going, okay? So let's go. You know, it's a, you know, I feel like we're in a giant car heading towards a brick wall, you know, and everyone's arguing over where to sit, you know. No, sorry, make that an electric car. Sorry, I didn't mean that. Electric car. All right, back to our regular broadcasting as we wind it up here. Okay, I just want to, I don't, I don't know if you like that. I'm going to give you the quick Rotten Apple update. Uh, I get this and when I get more, like maybe next, I'll do what happened next week. I'll put it out. Um, but these are just some of the things. And I just, if you like it, let me know. Um, I want to let you know what's happening in this state. Uh, and in New York City especially, because New York City has gone off the cliff. Okay, it's, 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 it's more like Escape from New York, the movie. All right. So back to our regular broadcasting, okay? New York State is suing the federal EPA, okay? Because New York wants to eliminate, they're suing the federal EPA, New York State is, because they want to eliminate all residential wood-burning stoves. That's right, you got a wood-burning stove heating your house? Sorry, we want it gone. No more wood-burning in New York State. This is New York City dictating this stuff to us, folks. All right? And I was wrong last time. Sorry, let's have a disclaimer. I actually made a false statement. I know it's truth in politics, so I'm correcting the truth. So here, follow me. Because last time I talked to you about the 40 to 50 legal, not illegal, legal pot shops in New York because the state is screwed up and the licensing, they haven't been able to put anything together and get these shops that they, you know, they want to legalize pot, but they haven't been able to go through the process to get up so the Shops can open, but they're opening up anyway. And I said there were 40 to 50 of them. I was wrong. We just got to think there's only 16. There's only 16 legal pot shops in New York State out of more than 5,000. Okay, so chances are in your area, they're all illegal because they don't have their license to operate. Okay, only 16 dispensaries and delivery outlets. The count is well over, here's, they said, the count is now well over 5,000 illegal shops in the state, and guess what? Many are selling to minors without any incident, okay, without any uh, kickback, because as soon as, if something happens, they just close shop, and because they're not, there's no, they're opened up illegal. You got, now you got to go find that person. There's no paperwork. There's no, hey, Joe Smith owns this because they're just, I'm telling you, New York State is so screwed up with this. All right, Democrats are pushing Hochul to allow selling pot at, wait for it, farmer, farmer's markets, festivals, and carnivals. You can, they want New York State to be able to sell pot there. All right, next, over 50% of can and bottle redemption centers have closed. Democrats are scratching their heads. Why are these bottle centers closing? Well, first, they only get three and a half cents a bottle. If you didn't notice that minimum wage has gone up from seven and a quarter an hour to over $18 in the city. 
So just to cover the basic minimum wage, you need to process over 500 cans an hour. Add in Social Security, taxes, business match on all this payroll. And you need to process, each employee would have to process over 1,000 cans an hour just to cover his salary. That doesn't even pay for rent, gas, heat. Okay? The majority of redemption centers now, because they're all closing, are just grocery stores. All right. Now, this is great news. A 30-pack of Bud Light beer is selling for less than a 30-pack of water in most places. <laughs> uh, woke idiots are losing their minds over people boycotting Bud Light. But just remember, we are not the ones who took the Indian off a pack of butter uh, while a senator lied about being an Indian. All right, you got to remember. Uh, uh, we didn't take Aunt Jemima off a syrup bottle while then vice pre- while our, our vice president portrays herself as a black without an ounce of black in her. Eskimo pie, Uncle Ben's rice, major league sport teams, grade schools, high school logos and nicknames and mascots. Mascots. You need, people, you need to get some serious couch time if this is uh, really crazy. Uh, uh, those people are, are, I'm just saying, okay, this, is, this has gone way out of control. It's gone way over. The left is mental, okay? You're crazy. The time, I'm going to just end it with this, folks. The time to fight back is now. Speak up or get in line. Those are the only two choices. We can't allow these people to keep dictating to us and yelling at and screaming at us like Greta Thunberg and not just sit there and look at her and say, you know what, Greta? You're a complete idiot. I wouldn't listen to you. If you tell me the sky is blue, I'm going to drop everything and I'm going to look up because I don't believe a word you say and you're out of your mind, okay? No one cares about what you say because you don't speak for average, normal, middle-class Americans or any American. And if you don't like it here, move on. Go somewhere else because I don't want to hear about you and I'm going to fight you wherever I can and that's what I do. All right. So just remember, I tell people all the time, I have to sit here and listen to this and fight this on the floor. I have to do my job and represent my constituents. And Jesus Christ and God get me through this entire calamity all the time. If I didn't have faith, I'd pull my hair out. And look, I don't have a lot of it. So God's still on the throne, folks. He is the same today. He is the same yesterday, and he is the same tomorrow. He never changes. That's the great thing, okay? The world that we live in keeps devolving, and we're watching this fantastically fast movement right now. The world. Morals are thrown away for liberal enlightenment. We're watching the moral decay of of society faster than we can ever imagine, okay? But God's moral plumb line has never wavered an inch in all eternity, never. Years might, okay? The world's might. They might be telling you, well, this is okay now. This is okay now. This is okay now. We're devolving. You can marry your dog. You can marry your cat, okay? You can, God's plumb line has never changed. Stick to that and you'll, you'll have a beautiful eternity, okay? I just, the moral plumb line, I hope you stay true to yours and God bless you all for listening. God bless you. Again, go to Big Weck Local Podcast Network, which bigweck.com, W-E-C-K. Please share this. We're trying to get some more uh, viewership on this. Please share. Tell me if you like it. 
Tell me if you like the Rotten Apple update. Uh, because that, that's happening all the time, but I just want to let you know that this is where we're at, and this is where we're going, and uh, New York State, we need some help, uh, but it's also around the country. So God bless you. I hope you have a great day, and I hope you had a great 4th of July. God bless this country. God bless America, and God bless all of you. Take care. Thank you for listening to the new podcast, Truth in Politics, with New York State Assemblyman David DiPietro. We welcome you to download and listen to the new podcast every week online at truthinpolitics.social and on numerous podcast platforms, including Apple, Amazon, and Spotify. Connect with David on social media and at truthinpolitics.social. The Truth in Politics podcast is done in partnership with Radio One Buffalo, LLC.